0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another Jolt of Inspiration. Hi, Kim. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, We're going to chat today. We want to have some fun. Um, Can you tell me what you're celebrating this week? Oh, boy. This week, I'm actually celebrating having a
1: day off. Um, I've been working quite a bit since the pandemic happened, and... Just to be able to have today, um, which is actually my day off, um, just the time to regroup and get a chance to be at home for a little bit and do some things for my family. So I'm really looking forward to that because I have been working quite a lot and I have stepped away from the house
0: a lot this last year. Yeah, I bet. I bet being an entrepreneur and owning your own business during this pandemic has been very hectic for many Uh, how do you normally celebrate you and your wins
1: my wins so when I celebrate or I actually kind of look at it as um, personal personal care personal growth um, for myself just taking that moment to have that me time is really important whether it's going and running a a bathtub putting some epsom salts with uh, a nice bath bomb some nice music actually I do quite like podcasts um, there's a lot of uh, personal development podcasts that I lo- love listening to and it helps me get my head out of the zone or the work zone or the family zone and allows me to to work on other things for you know, for me. That's great.
0: Do you have a favorite podcast?
1: Um,
0: I have quite a
1: few favorites. So I would definitely say, um, some more metaphysical and astrological podcasts, um, also uh, body awareness and diet and nutrition have also been something that I've been interested in too, as of lately. Um, and my newest thing that I am interested in is the Kundalini yoga class, which you might be familiar with, Tina. Um, actually, Tina and I <laughs> took a workshop a couple of years ago, and I thought it was... Uh, I don't know how do I even describe it? It was unusual, and it, it it makes you go outside of the comfort zone, but also very powerful. I noticed uh, a huge, a huge um, turn like for my my inside or my inner chakras to just shine. I think that's the best way to explain it, and to have uh, I- that internal voice um, inside. Become alive, and that's what I, I remember I would about Kundalini. And I actually I would maybe consider becoming an instructor. I mean, I
0: would need to do some work or take some workshops, but I, that really intrigues me. Yeah, yeah, I remember that workshop. It was I think three days, and I remember during some of the you know um, exercises we were doing, I was thinking to myself, "This feels crazy. Like it didn't feel like yoga." Yeah, and when we had that moment to sort of like regroup and come back to the room, I remember thinking this may be not for me. And yet everyone around me was, you could tell they had gone somewhere. And I looked over at you and I'm like, oh my God, Kim's one of them.
1: <laughs>
0: well, I-, I remember
1: that moment because specifically <laughs> it was, um, well, she was putting us through, um, walking us through a a meditation of when you were in your mother's womb and having our our hands and our our stomachs and I really connected with that and it was just like waterworks and it was just something that was there that needed to come out and I needed to 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 recognize and and respect what my mom went through when she was carrying me so I just thought that was really interesting now and now also being myself as a mom too like it made me also think about like okay my child inside of me and uh, that's what happens as we get older we just get more we start to kind of like become more developed and go deeper into
0: like who really are we right exactly and that that definitely brought us to that moment mm-hmm. <laughs> to that yeah that whole powerful time um Okay, so this question is, would you rather be able to express yourself accurately, or would you prefer to always say the truth?
1: Oh, I'm so about the truth and being uh, open, transparent, vulnerable. Um, when I was in the, the spousal portion for uh, EO Entrepreneurs Organization Group, uh, when I had decided, I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit to this. My, my thought in my head was, I'm going to be accountable and I'm going to be honest. And I always was to my, my group, my forum, um, which you were one of the members for a little while there. And, uh, yeah. And that's really, I wear that patch on my sleeve and I appreciate that other people that also, uh, wear that same patch. And, um, and we all have that, that open and that honesty and that's where it's at. No, no secrets, no hiding. Don't try to be someone who you're not because um, being your authentic self and that's what I'm working on um, is super, super powerful. And people people recognize that. So for myself, like during this whole pandemic, I've been like, okay, I need to have high vibration and positive energy and just let it go out there. And honestly, that's how I go into every day, just having that high vibration. And um, people may not say something, but they feel it. They feel how, and again, that's another motto I have. It's like, it's not matter what I did or or what I said to somebody, it's more like, how did I make them feel? And I'm all about making people feel good because I help them with their eyewear and like take 10 years off your face Um, and putting them through that journey that that, um, whether it be friendship journey, or whether it be like a business journey. So those are all really important things for me. So it's about how I make people feel. And I love that. It makes me so excited to make people happy.
0: I know you, you've you been awesome for me. I know that that EO group was, it was incredible. It was a huge, huge change for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've always been that authentic self. I'm not really one for bullshitting or drama but that really brought me to uh to realize what's really like like what life really is for sure
1: and you go down to the core you get to the core of the core with those issues and working on those issues whether they're issues or not but maybe it's just more personal development um and um but that's for
0: for the best the, the best growth absolutely absolutely when you're alone what do you think about my god that is such a tough question (laughs) (laughs) good things and bad things (laughs) whatever whatever takes up your mind space when you are alone because we all have that alone time there
1: is the the nice angel and then there's like the not (laughs) so nice angel and sometimes it's like okay well who am I listening to today but I always want to keep it on the nice positive side but then like I have those days too where I get pulled down and But I have a great, great husband that lifts me up. So when I have those days, it's like, I need to have that pick me up. I've got always him to rely on and he's my soundboard and he definitely helps me and helps give really good outlook. So that's, that's something that's really good. So, um, but to think about, um, it's the person, the self-talk. And that's where like a lot of those podcasts come into play for me, um, changing that self-talk because I, I have had, um, I guess it's like years of, you know, being pushed down or being repressed, like don't express how you feel. And that's been really, really big. Like for my family, it was always like, I, I felt like I could never share my true opinion or my true self. So that's something that I'm working on. And uh, so that internal dialogue, um, I think I got off topic there a little bit, but does
0: that kind of answer the question? Kind of, yeah. So I've learned, okay, so I call my inner critic or my inner talk, my itty bitty shitty committee, because like you said, there's the good and the bad. So I call it a committee because, you know, it's my several personalities. Um, I've learned in the last couple weeks that lots of women give their, you know, their self, inner self-talk a name. It's like a person. Like I've heard Gretchen. I've heard uh, Linda. I, and I'm thinking, I think this is a great idea because you, we're having these dialogues with ourselves, And if we can separate us from what we truly feel, you know, to what we're listening to in our head, it's like we're just listening to someone talk, right? Mm-hmm. So if we do that, and that's the first thing that came to my mind when you said just the self-talk, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that you know all women need to consider is naming that person. Because once you give that a name, it's a separate entity. It's completely separate from me. Yeah, like, be quiet, Linda. I'm
1: not listening to you, Linda. Exactly. I, I that, And it's funny because we, like, for myself, I'll get into those patterns for sure. Uh, I think we all end up doing that. Um, but it's also, like, uh, the anxiety, though, too, and recognizing that it could be anxiety. Or just you tell the anxiety that you don't need to be feeling this way. And having that conversation of, like, maybe even, like, that Danielle Laporte Um how do you want to feel like it's like your intention of like putting it out there like yeah you want to have that as a goal but like how do you want to feel when you get to that goal so there's lots of there's lots of help out there um it's being open to it having that light bulb moment to like to receive the wisdom the gifts um the intuition listening to your true self of who you are inside and not what other people not what you expect other people think you should be I get caught up in that too, but about being like my true kin to who I am. Yeah, for I sure. Kundalini like comes back into play because I feel like that awakens the sleeping child. If that makes sense.
0: One hundred percent. I totally get that, mm-hmm. and it's so awesome to hear that that Kundalini yoga is so awesome for you. Yeah, like for real. I love that. I really love that. Um let's go into the fashion. I love the way you dress. (laughs) So I've always I mean, that's the first thing I noticed when I met you, right? What do you think your fashion style says about you? And does does that matter to you?
1: So fashion for me is always like covering the curves. And that's Honestly, like, and I think that's why I like, I'm such a big accessory person. I, I stick with the basics, like might be just pair of jeans, blazer and a shirt, but then I'll bedazzle it and like, make it like something else. Um, When I was younger, I used to have a side business where I used to paint um, like jumpsuits and sell them in a woman's clothing store. And I used to paint running shoes and like dazzle them and put rhinestones on them like I always love something that has a little bit of like bedazzle or glitz to it um and then I just love the creativity with like art and color like I'm just I'm not just a black and white girl like I like I like a full palette but I also like those basics um so and then for me like yeah I don't really know what my style is I just dress for my body type I guess and not having anything too tight-fitted or just knowing what to wear
0: for for my shape. Right, do you think though that you uh, portray like like a type of confidence that you carry or is it just clothes? Like are they just clothes or do you choose them with your inners? You know, your inner feelings, your thoughts? Well, that all starts with attitude though
1: too and how you feel, right? If you're having a rotten day and even though you really wanna look good, you still don't look as good as you wanna look good because you're not feeling 100% inside. So again, like, you know how we all have those days, those good hair days, or someone gave you a compliment or someone complimented you on your outfit and then you have an extra perk in your step? Um, And that always helps too, like with that confidence level. And I don't feel like, No, I wouldn't say that I feel like I'm, like, confident walking into a room all the time. It really depends on the day or the atmosphere or who I'm with or, like, what I'm wearing. Do I like my outfit or not? When we like our outfit, we show that we like our outfit. Like, or, like, like, I'm in the eyewear industry, so it's like, how are you feeling those glasses? How are you rocking those? I had a pair of these big, gigantic Christian Dior sunglasses, and they are like, so big. Like, they're way too big for Edmonton. I'm like... I can never wear these out in Edmonton. I didn't have the confidence to do it. And then I took them to New York with me for, I was was over there for a show um, for work. And I said, okay, this is where I'm gonna wear my sunglasses. And I rocked them and I got compliments on them. And then I got confidence to wear them in Edmonton. So I don't know, it's all perception how you look at
0: it. Totally, totally, I totally get that. Um, But really, I mean, when you put on an outfit, like your wardrobe should consist of clothes that make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when we go to a store and we're shopping, whether it's for an entire outfit, or if it's just the accessory that's going to, you know, top that outfit, we need to look and feel our best at all times right? I know we all have our shitty days. We all do. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, you have to know that I feel really yucky today. I, I don't really feel like getting dressed, but I have to go out. So you put that outfit on and it should change us. It should lift us.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it's, it's, there's so much truth in saying that. How do you want to feel? How right? Do you want to feel going in with that attention. I want to feel like I'm on top of the world every day. So, absolutely. You know, that 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 mantra inside also needs to be that that child inside needs to lift the adult up. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I have um I just have a couple more questions for you, but I'm going to go back to your work. And and this is, I mean, it's it's work related, but in the end, it's about and I'm sure you've, you've said it already. When you are working with a client or a patient that comes into your office, what is your outcome that you're looking for? What's the outcome you're working towards? Well, the first thing is
1: um, asking the right questions. It's not just about my outcome, it's more of their outcome. And I'm just the person that helps with, have that conversation of what is it that's going on with your eyes? What is it about your glasses that you don't like now? Um, What's on your wish list this time around? How can I help? Um, Those are all really big, big things. It's not just about, I mean, we almost have to go through and check off the boxes um, to get to that end goal of like, I want you to feel great in what you get. And I want your eyes to feel great too. Um, so finding out the specific needs um, for what that client or patient needs um, is basically the starting point of the
0: of the conversation. Yeah, I feel like when I came to buy my glasses, I have two pairs from you. And the first pair I got, I think you helped me with the first pair, and then your staff helped me with the second pair. and and that's the feeling I got with both of them. like both yeah. both experiences were, you know, like, wow, they really want me to feel good, or they want me to spend money. <laughs> well, I think it really, the first thing is we really
1: want you to feel good, right? Because we've been doing this uh, for our, our business has been around for about four, about four almost five decades. And um, we're doing something that's working, right? We're a family atmosphere. Um, we treat our team like they're also family. Um, and we have a great synergy relationship with our doctors, with the full service optometry, and then the retail side with our optical dispensaries. And our goal has always been to have more of that unique experience. We're not in a big box store. So we always focused on more of that boutique, uh, atmosphere and taking the time. I think that people now are just so rushed with doing this and doing that and like hiding behind their masks. Um, it's, it's taking the time, giving the service because right now people are going out there, they're not getting service. I mean, they're just going in, pick up, drop off. And we've always been about the service. And even now in this COVID year, we're still about that. And we're not gonna ever change that because that sets us separate from other, other
0: optical dispensaries out there.
1: And plus we're like, we're local. We're just a locally owned shop and we just love what we do and it shows.
0: Yep, absolutely. I totally agree, yep. The service is definitely still there. Um, okay, so I have one more question, and it's going to be like totally off of what we've been talking about. It's just something to have a little bit of fun with. What would be the best thing about not having a sense of smell? The best thing of not having a sense of smell. Yeah, if we couldn't, if we couldn't smell anything. So I had COVID. Okay, um, here just before Christmas, and I lost my my sense of smell and taste, mm-hmm. and. My daughter was putting this great, big, beautiful candle in my face. And she's like, mom, do you like the smell of it? And I was like, I don't smell it. And of course, everyone was like, oh, my God, you lost your smell. And I thought, this is awesome. Like, what, what am I missing? You know, what, what smell do I not have to smell now? And what is so great about it? I, I, it's just a question I have burning in my mind. I just want to know what you think. Well, if we didn't have our smell uh or taste
1: i think that um you know they say like if you lose your 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 sight your other senses come into play so the other senses will just come into play like you just see colors are more vibrant right there's just there's going to be something positive out of something maybe that is not so positive and that's got to be the take the takeaway
0: always yeah that's the first thing that came to me yeah I was like oh my eyes will be even better now right like now I'm gonna see like when you look across the mirror see the tv and it looks real right you're like oh my gosh how much more clear can we get I think though too also appreciating appreciating
1: all of it so right now yeah your taste your taste came back right so now oh yeah thank goodness yeah (laughs) Whatever you're eating, whether it be that chocolate covered strawberry. Um, yeah, and just seeing how beautiful the world is and just those small little gifts that we, see, we get every day, acknowledging that. Especially. Absolutely. Absolutely. The second year going into this pandemic, being appreciative, grateful for what we have. It's, it's definitely taught me that um, the values of what I value. So, you know, home, shelter family, food, it just goes back to those basics. All the other stuff doesn't really matter.
0: So you said it perfectly, perfectly. It just doesn't matter anymore, right? It's the basics that that matter. Well, thank you so much, Kim. I had so much fun. Like you're, I mean, we always have great talks when we talk. I mean, you know, because I mean, we've been to the most vulnerable we can go. We, You and I can go right down there deep exactly and fast. I can. So I just want to say Thank you so much for joining me today and um, um, you're on Facebook you're on is I, I care group is on Facebook or just Instagram We're on Facebook We're on Instagram yes and we
1: have our website it's icaregroup.ca um, and then you can always just reach out if you want to come see me I'm happy to help. Thank you for having me I really
0: enjoyed this. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening.